Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. I just want to record this very quick live stream. I want to talk about two kind of aggressive and interesting calls made by two uh, economists. Uh, the first being Mark Zandi and the second being Barry Habib. Uh, both of these gentlemen are very well known in the media. Both of them are very frequent guests on all the financial networks. And they have made two very bold calls. Uh, I want to share them with you here. I think both calls kind of build on each other. And um, frankly, uh, I hope I hope both of these gentlemen are right, uh, but I uh, I disagree with the calls, and I thought we should talk about them again. Respectful disagreement. Uh, we'll talk about kind of where I'm at in all of this. Again, Mark Zandi and Barry Habib are very good at what they do. Uh, they are making bold calls, and I think um, I think they at least give me pause and give me reason to, to question myself because as I sit here today, I don't agree with either gentleman, but it's, it's a fun mental exercise. So first we'll start with Mark Zandi. Uh, I believe it was earlier this week. Uh, we talked about Mark Zandi on the daily financial news. Uh, he came across my radar this time because he thinks inflation. Now this is CPI headline inflation. So we don't, we don't have a vocabulary issue. will be cut in half in six months or less. So uh, I think that's an interesting call, right? So again, roughly speaking, headline inflation go, start, is at eight. It will be four by March or April of 2023. I think all of us, every one of us, should hope Mark Zandi is right. I, uh, I believe Mark Zandi is using goods inflation. I believe he is using commodities. I believe he is looking at trucking rates. I believe he's looking at a lot of input costs, which are coming down. And he's extrapolating that to a 50% haircut in six months. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. I see very, very little chance that headline inflation... I see very little chance that headline inflation is under six by March or April of 2023, and this is why. First and foremost, whether we like it or not, rent is a lagging indicator. You have heard me talk about this a long time. Uh, for six months in a row, I actually corrected CPI, right? Where CPI was reported at five, it was really nine, and when it was eight, it was really 12, because rent was a lagging indicator. Well, unfortunately for Mark and for all of us, 
uh, rent is uh, it's going to go up from here. It's just a lagging indicator, and we know it's just coming. It, it just is. I don't I don't know what else to think. That that is coming. Second, I believe what we haven't seen and what Mark Zandi and and thus Barry Habib are not looking at is we are in a different Fed cycle. Uh, Barry Habib, uh, in his video I watched this morning, talked about how the 30-year mortgage and inflation are correlated. Hence, this correlation, hence, if inflation goes down by 50%, rates will go down. I believe that's cute. I believe that's been technically accurate probably for 20 years. I believe it is, frankly, irrelevant. The correlation of mortgage rates and inflation is irrelevant. Why? Why is it irrelevant? Well, we are in a different rate cycle. We are in a rate cycle that Barry Habib has never experienced. He was not being the man, which he is absolutely the man, in the 70s. He was probably in high school or something. I don't know, maybe grade school. Anyways, he wasn't making forecast calls in the 70s. We are in a different rate cycle. We are in a, a Paul Volcker-like rate cycle where rates are going up faster. And more importantly, I believe, going to stay up longer. So it's, um, again, I think the correlation that Barry is looking for is valid, except in a rising rate environment. Could we get mortgage rates under 5% in 2024? Yeah, I could see that. I think, yes, I think that is possible. I do not think it's possible in six months. I think it's wishful thinking. I think it's talking your book. I think it's, I think it's not appreciating. I think Barry's view and Mark's view is we are repeating the 2000s. And again, we're repeating 1979-80-81, in my opinion. So next, Mark Zandi. So we've already talked about him anchored on stuff, trucking, commodities. We've talked about rent. Here's the big one. Um, and I have a video coming out at 9 o'clock, so 11 minutes. It's going to blow your mind, I think. I, I, I took on the compare 2023 with 08, and that video comes out in 11 minutes. One of the big ahas at the end of that, that I think Mark is wrong and thus Barry is wrong, is from 2008 to 2012, we saw 2% wage inflation. For a five-year period, wages went up nominal, nominal, not real, nominal, nominal wages went up 2% over a total five-year duration. Talk about a lost five years. I believe that over the next five years, we will see wage inflation collectively be at least a teenager, 13, 14, 15, 16. And if you ask me to take the over-under at 18, I might take the over. I think wage inflation is going to repeat the 70s. Unions, more unions. Uh, we saw uh, more and more things go unionized, right? Apple stores and Amazon's warehouses and Starbucks. And I think I think the employee is going to get theirs. We are seeing wage, the last nominal wage I saw was 7.2. And if you change jobs, it was like 15. We are going to see wage inflation the next five years 
uh, that dwarfs what we saw from 08 to 2012. Very eye-opening. Why is that important? Well, the biggest component, component of core inflation uh, is services. Well, what the hell is a service? Well, think about service, services not being stuff, right? You get stuff from Amazon, boxes. Services is restaurants and hotels and airlines and all these other things. It's people. And the biggest component of a service is hourly wage. So if I'm right and wages go up and rent go up, there's no chance that headline inflation goes down in six months. Now, I should step back. No way it goes down 50% in six months. I sit here today thinking that by March or April, headline inflation is sub six. Now, how can I say that given what I just talked about, wages and rent and all of that? Well, there's the other wrinkle that not a lot of novice folks talk about. It's something called the base effect. What the hell is the base effect? Well, the base effect is basically the realization that inflation is reported on a rolling 12 months. So when we report the October number, the last October or last September number will roll off. Uh, we are going to be working on higher and higher base effects. Uh, like, for example, the next month's comparison will not be on a 0.2. It'll be on a 0.6. So just mathematically speaking, inflation will come down because of the base effect. In reality, it's not getting better. So I could see inflation going down, headline again going from 8 to 6, 6.2, 6.3. Mark Zandi is calling 4. I don't see it. Now, when you step back and look at what Barry Habib is calling, again, he's calling a correlation of 30-year mortgage with um, inflation. So A, I've already said inflation's not going down as much, which he would need to get to sub-5. But also, I believe the correlation is inaccurately calculated. I, would, I believe that if Barry went back and looked at inflation and uh, interest rates back to 1980 or 79, uh, it would be divergent. It would be non-correlated. I believe Jerome Powell, unless something nasty happens, is going to go higher, faster, and stay there longer. It's again, as I started this video, I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong about price. I would love a 50% crash. I don't see it. I would love interest rates below 5% next year. I don't see it. I would love inflation to go under 4% by March or April. I don't see it. So, again, I just want to have this quick conversation with you. There's some very amazing calls out there. Um, it's, it's fun to think about. I, I, again, Mark Zandi, Barry Habib, the best of the best. They do what they do. Um, frankly, they're paid to create and I'm just some talking head. Um, so again, I respect both those guys. So again, that's what I'm thinking. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but let me know what you think. Do you think I'm right? Or do you think Mark's right? Do you think inflation is 6% March or April, or do you think it's 4 Do you think Barry's right? Do you think we're under 5% March or April, or do you think we're over? Let me know in the comments below. Let's see who's voting for Barry and who's voting for me.
Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.